Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin's not just a place, it's a people. Very good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be talking a bit about Camogie, where we catch up with the Camogie PRO, Maggie Galligan. Ladies football, has Cavan make it three wins in a row in the Little Ladies National Football League Division 2 campaign. We'll be talking about the minors that they got their development league on their way with a victory over Sligo on Saturday um, morning last. And a few other topics around the GA in Cavan. As always, I'm joined by Paul Fitzpatrick, sports editor of the anglo Celt, to look back on the action um, Paul, I suppose we'll start off with the ladies footballers and after a rocky start defeat to Armagh and Tipperary they've managed to turn it around now and going into a two week break they have three wins under their belt so um, Jerry Moan and son and, and, and company will be happy enough that they've they've managed to turn the tide mm, Jerry Moan and sons that's what you're going to say it sounds like a building company or something yeah. he's running there <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah well should have won three games in a row by a point so yeah. it's, it's a great way to win any game like it shows, it's showing that they're, they're definitely there's no shortage of of spirit about them, and they're not afraid to win games. Like they've been in the winning position, or they've been close in the closing stages of the games, and they've been able to close the marriage, which is a great sign of a team. Like obviously, there's a lot of transition going on in that Cavan team, but there's still a good bit of experience there. Like if you look through it, uh, you've got Sean Lynch, Nasa Board <laughs> up the middle, like uh, Ashley uh, Sheridan at full forward. You've Lauren McVitie there, who's obviously. Young, but has been there a few years. Ashley Gilson's been there a few years now as well. Um, so it's in, it's it's kind of a team that's you have a lot of new players, a lot of very young players on that team. But there there is that bit of a spine, so it's not a thing that they're completely in transition. Um, what I have noticed with the Cavan ladies this year in particular is the amount of links there are with the men's team. Like there's four or five of them who are have brothers or cousins playing on the men's team, like Grania Faulkner. Her brother is Park. Shauna Lynch is, is Paddy Lynch's cousin, I think. <clears throat> um, you've got uh, Geraldine Smith, who's Connor's uh, twin sister. Laura Mac, Lauren Mac- McVitie uh, and Dara. Lauren McVitie and Dara. And you've also got um, a couple of Maddens there as well. Oh, that's right. Actually, Quiva Madden is is Tiernan and, uh, and, and Keen's older, or sorry, younger sister, I think. And you've got Eliana Madden coming on as well there. Um, I'm sure there's a, there's connections there too, and a few of the a few of the the players are actually going out. The men's players and women's players are actually going out with each other as well. So they're they're it's it's amazing, really, like to see how how uh, how close the thing is this year. But and both teams winning games, both teams have to win. The men have won four in a row. The women have won three in a row. So a, a great free from Ashley and Gilson won this game for Cavan. 
Like uh-huh. the margins were very fine in this game. Ashley came up with that big free. At halftime, they were losing by two points. It was unbelievably close in the first half. And then Roscommon just pulled away coming up to half time. <clears throat> so you had uh, Ashley Gilson was prominent, Ashley Walls. For Roscommon, it was Ashley Hanley. And then Ashley Sheridan gets a goal. So Ashley was definitely a big name in this game. Uh, Gilson and Jerry Smith both scored coming up to half time. Uh, and then early in the second half, Cavan made a bit of a run. Lauren McFeely scored two frees. Jerry Smith scored again. And Cavan were just getting in front. And then Cavan made a 2 7 to 1 6 when they got a penalty. And uh, Ali Cal took it. It was saved by Helena Cummins. And Ali followed up and stuck it in the net. And Roscommon then came back. It almost got a goal. Nasa Board intercepted on the goal line. A great save and kept them out. Left it all square. Roscommon did come back then and uh, got a couple of scores and hit the front. But Cavan came back with a, with a free from, from Lauren McFeedy. Um, and then, obviously, Ashley Gilson was up with that big score at the end. So that's four times this year that Roscommon have lost by three points or less, whereas Cavan have won three games by in a row by a point, like beat Westmead, beat, beat Monaghan, and now beat the Rossi. So fine margins in the ladies, same as the men, Damien. And and you can be damn sure that in Roscommon it's the it's the worst thing in the world ever, you know. And and as you say, it's such a small margin between victory and defeat, and all all are judged on on results. That's the that's the that's the beauty of sport and and the cruelness of it all in the one. Uh, but yeah, they, they have a two week gap now before they go into the the final two games of the of the league. So, um, they will need a favor to be done. Although one of the teams between Tipperary and Armagh have to play each other, so, um, they'll be they'll be looking for have a result one way or another in that game and then they have to progress and win their the last two games themselves to to keep themselves in the hunt but um yeah we we we'll keep an eye on that as as it goes forward um the Camogues picked up a win um last weekend in Kingspan Breffney and to look back on the action and look ahead to this weekend's action I caught up with the PRO of the Camogie board Maggie Galligan so delighted to be joined by Maggie Galligan, the PRO of Cavan Camogie, to look back on the weekend's action and look ahead to uh, this weekend coming up. We've minor action and senior action in the weekend ahead. But last weekend, I suppose, very important home game, Saturday afternoon in Kingspan, Breffney. And Cavan got the first round of the, or the first win of Division 2 in round 2 over Leash. Great to pick up a win there in, in, in the division. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this year's a huge step up for Cavan. They're into the Division 2A um, of the very league. So just looking ahead of it, all teams bar leash in this competition will be playing Intermediate Championship this year. So for Cavan to get that win over, over leash will be um, a good confidence boost um, after their their defeat to Derry the previous week. Um, so it's, it's good to get a, a win. Not nothing easy about the win, but it, I suppose it was one that was deserved two six to to ten points. But by all accounts, Cavan could have and should have won by more. Absolutely, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I know Cavan will probably be disappointed. There was a couple of missed opportunities um, late into maybe injury time in the the first half. There was a missed penalty, so a few things like that will probably be disappointed in. But again, they had a good range of scorers. Uh, Neave Keenahan got the two goals there, so that was great for her to boost her confidence. Um, unfortunately, late into the the first half, she got a nasty injury, so they're hoping she'll be back and good soon enough. Um, Sinead McKenna, um, Claude Keenahan, Hannah Fitzsimons and Roshan O'Keefe all getting their name on the scoreboard. 
so it's great to see a, a, a range of players getting on the score sheet. Yeah, I suppose uh, Sinead McKenna back in, everybody knows the quality she, she possesses and, and can bring to it. So she'd be a welcome addition to the squad. Absolutely. There's there's a couple of new players in this year and it's it's great to see the return of Sinead McKenna. She's be such an asset into the team. Um, it's good to see Roshan O'Keefe, you know, solidifying her place there again. She's again, she only came back late into the championship last year after uh, a nasty injury. So it's it's good to see there's a lot of clubs represented um, in the county there. Yeah, definitely. So, um, coming down to it, as you as you mentioned, the the two Keenans doing quite well. Clouded with the freeze two from freeze Neve with the two goals. Sinead McKenna with with three points, as you said. Roshan O'Keefe with a point. Uh, Hannah Fitzsimons uh, coming in with a point at midfield. So, a lot of the the familiar names are are coming back up and and showing it. It's you, you said how Leash are the only junior team. Obviously, Cavan are the fellow junior teams um, or the fellow junior team in that division. So it was important to kind of get one up. That was one that Philip DeGunner would have been targeting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, they had lost to Derry the previous week and Derry were in the All-Ireland semi-final last year. So they did quite well against Derry, but then to get the win over Leash, it's the confidence they need going into round three. Leash were just very unlucky in the championship last year. They lost the relegation playout to Kildare by four points, which isn't a huge loss. Um, so, yeah, to get a win over Leash, it's, it's, it's all confidence boosting for the girls. I suppose when you look at Derry, they, they backed up the win against Cavan with a win over Westmead in Mullingar. So Derry are showing the form at the top of that table. Two wins from two. Kerry with a win and a draw from the two games who Cavan are now facing this week. They drew with Westmead and beat Mead by a goal in Trim last week. So it won't be an easy task this Saturday afternoon in, in, in Kerry. Yeah, definitely not. Like Kerry will be a, an interesting team. Like last year, they were unfortunate. They were bet by Mead in the quarter final of the Intermediate All Ireland. So like they had a very good championship campaign. Um, then they actually bet Mead in the league like by a, a goal. So that'll be a huge boost, you know, to get one over Mead and then welcome Cavan to Fitzgerald Stadium. I'd say it will be a, a tight battle. Yeah, an early start, 12, 12 p.m. Uh, throw in. And as you mentioned, Fitzgerald Stadium in Killarney, one of those iconic stadiums in the GA that it'll be, it'll be a hell of a buzz. I, I presume the Cavan girls are going down on, on Friday night to that one. Yeah, the, the Cavan girls will travel down uh, some stage Friday. Uh, yeah, 12 o'clock is very early. But I suppose coming home, it's, it's, it's a probably a good few hours of a drive. So you want to kind of get the game over early and get back at a reasonable time as well. Um, yeah, so it's Daryl Stadium. I, I'm sure it'll be quite magical for a lot of the girls. Like it's a it's a a special place to play. I'm sure. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, just looking through the rest of the table, obviously Leash are sitting on the bottom of the table with no wins from two games. Westmead have one point from their two games. Yeah. Uh, that was their draw with Kerry. And then it's Cavan with three points, along with Mead with three points from their two games. Kerry with four points from the two games. And Derry sitting on top with six points from their two games um, with with two 
wins over Westmead and Cavan. So they'll be, um, it, it, I suppose, a win over Kerry would be a massive result for Cavan, who would propel them up into second position on the table, I think, um, guaranteeing them second position on the table. So it's one of those ones that they'll be they'll be uh, pushing hard for. Um, talk to me a wee bit. The Miners are also out this weekend. Um, yeah, so uh, on Sunday we see our Miners there playing in the Ulster Minor Shield uh, final against Tyrone. We haven't seen our Miners out this year yet, um, so it'll be good, you know, to, to get them playing. They've been training quite hard. Um, management there, Freddie Williams and Dara Madden, Paul Maher and Aideen Coyle is involved there. So they've kind of been working the last few weeks, gelling this team together. Um, a lot of new faces in there. And it'll, it'll be good to get a game in before the start of the, the championship there on the 12th of March against Armagh. Okay, where is the game on Sunday? It's in Edendork. It's a it's a double header with the uh, Ulster Championship. I think it's Armagh could be in the other final of the cup. Okay, okay. Well, Edendork, 12, 12 o'clock is that we said on Sunday? Uh, no, sorry, it's a 3.45 throw in. Yeah, first game's at 12 and then uh, Calvin are thrown in at 3.45. Okay, we wish them the, the very, very best of luck. Hopefully they can they can pick up a win there and keep the, the positive momentum going. There be no, there is no minors currently on the on the senior squad, sure there's not? No, no, not that. at the moment, no. But I'm sure as the, the league goes on and maybe come closer to championship, which hopefully which what we can avoid injuries, but... If we need to bring some of them in, I'm sure they'll be more than happy to join the senior panel. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Maggie, that's all we've time for. Thanks very much. We'll catch up with you next week. Best of luck to the ladies heading down to uh, Fitzgerald Stadium in Kerry to to uh, in Killarney. Hopefully they can pick up a win there, get a positive result, and best of luck to the Miners in that Shield final on Sunday as well. Perfect. Thank you. Brady's Arva Limited. Main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. So, Paul, moving on to more important things, and I know that you're not partaking in this, and I'm going to take that as a sign that you were afraid that you would be humiliated by not getting into the We Are Calvin Fantasy Football League, and and people might say that I'm I'm only taking the opportunity to say to mention the fantasy league now because I had such a good week this week gone by, but it's nothing to do with that. I promise you, I'm not. I'm not that sort of a loader um, around it, but I did score the highest amongst all of the the fantasy, uh, the, the We Are Calvin Fantasy League participants this week. I got 35 points. Now, I have to say, um, who was closest to me there, Brian uh, Hallahan was on 34 points. So he, he was very, very close to me. But outside of that, I'm going to I'm gonna dismiss the rest of them. They just weren't anywhere near close. Top of the table, though, on the Fantasy League is still Christine Farley. Um, she is 120 points. Now, I'm going, to, I'm going to also put into the mix here, Paul, 
that I missed a week. Round three, I forgot to put in my entry. So that's why I'm languishing at the very bottom of the table or very, very close to it. <laughs> because I missed I missed that week. Well, I can't say anything because I missed uh, getting into it at all because uh, I would have loved this. Well, I definitely would have given it a lash and then when it started to go badly, I'd have started to rubbish it probably. But um, yeah, yeah. No t- so you were late in, in week three. That wouldn't be like you, Damien. I I completely missed it altogether. I I I wasn't even late. Well, to be honest, I think I I realised it on Saturday afternoon that uh, there was a a game about to throw in, and I was like, "Oh, geez, I better do my predictions." And the deadline is Friday, so I missed out on that altogether. But um, that's that's out of I'm just looking here out of the three weeks. More importantly than anything, Mickey Brennan has beaten me twice on the three weeks that I've I've entered but I beat him this week and that's all that really matters it doesn't yeah. matter about the rest of it but keep, as, the old, keep... as the old saying goes you're only as good as, as your last week in the in the fantasy football league <laughs> that's exactly it so I'm looking forward to this weekend I think I found uh, the, the, the 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 formula for this one do, do you want to know the formula will it, will it reveal the secret go for it if you're not sure put down a draw because the eight points you get for a draw make up for the fact that a lot of games are 50-50 and therefore when they're going to be that close and you're not 100% sure you're not confident of a win one way or another a draw is worth more value to it so I had the draws as I mentioned earlier on in the week on the diehard service uh, between Longford and Tipperary and I think that's what got me up to the the magical number of 35 points this week so um, yeah is that the end of this victory lap? Yeah, I'm just trying to see did anybody else hit 35 points at any stage so far in the competition. I don't think so. I think that's the highest score in in the We Are Calvin League that anybody's hitting in one of the weeks. So, uh, look, victory, victory lap over now. But uh, keep the entries coming in. We're, we're, we're delighted to be watching that. I think we're actually at the halfway point. So we owe, we owe um, Christine Farley uh, a We Are Calvin hat. So, Christine, if you're listening in, get in contact. Send us an email on uh, wearecalvin at gmail.com. And we'll, we'll get in contact with you and give you one of our Kiko Sports We Are Calvin bobble hats, which will look really well. I'm sure. Okay, Cavan Miners, Paul. There's a bit of hype about them. You go win a game as comfortably as they did last Saturday morning and people are going to start talking, but we're not going to allow that bandwagon to to go completely running off. So they they had a very, very comfortable win against Sligo Doe in Milltown last Saturday morning. Mm. Did they, did they, now, I have heard it said that Sligo had, had a weakened team out and I said the management of Cavan would probably be delighted if this was pointed out that, that Sligo had a had a slightly weaker team because they were still involved in, in schools competitions but Cavan played most of the game with 14 players as well from what I understand so very impressive um, to open their league with a 3-14 to 1-6 lead they had, they had a 10 point lead after 13 minutes and uh, you know I, I'm always interested to look at the at the makeup of these panels and so you can see a lot of, of the clubs who have been doing well obviously at underage are, are, are supplying a lot of players to these panels so you could Hill are, are really well represented on this panel. Um, Kiligary are always well represented. Uh, on Cal- well represented here. Kingscourt have lots of players now. So that like there's there was a big push when on began in Kingscourt there a few years ago. Kevin Shields was was a big part of that, and uh, they're starting to bear fruit there now with that. Like they've been one of the top teams in under fifteen in the last couple of years. So you're starting to see that coming through, and there's more coming through in Kingscourt. I'd say they'll have more players on next year. Obviously, Garna. Um, there's always a Brady or a Madden floating around, and there's there's both of those on the panel, Oren Madden and and Fiacre Brady. Do you know who yeah. Oren Madden is? 
Is he another from Kean and Tiernan's family? So last weekend in that Madden household, you had Oren come on for the minors. The under-20s played a challenge match Dara Madden was playing. Tiernan and Kean both played with Cavan Senior's men team and Quiva uh, played for the ladies team. So all five kids in that household played for Cavan last weekend. That That's is... Relevant. That is amazing. That that could that could be a first nationally. What what an achievement! Fair play to them. Congratulations um, to Martina and to Kevin. D- Dylan Edwards from Temple Port is on the panel as well, and a couple of listeners have 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 uh, told me to remember his name. He's a really exciting young player. So looking forward to seeing Dylan playing. Ty Shields, Mulhorn as well, son of Christy, um, former former senior championship midfielder with Mulhorn. So he's going to be good. Uh, so lots of good players there. I believe Luke Allison was really good in the game, wing back from Butler's Bridge. He's vice captain of the team. The team's captain by Aaron Shackleton from Kingscourt. Uh, you've got Ben O'Hara there from from Rammer, who were the minor champions last year, along with uh, Killian Hagen. Shercock as well have have uh, a player on it in Andrew Hill. Shercock are, are a club that's doing doing well at underage. Like their numbers are not huge, but what you're seeing there with Shercock is that they're making the most of what they have and they're really well coached. And you know, it's no surprise to see them come through. Now, there's not a huge representation from West Cavan. Shanigales are always able to produce an individual or maybe two uh, for these teams. And they do have Dunnick Maguire on the panel. Templeport, as I said, they've got Dylan Edwards and uh, Mark Fahey. But, you know, there's a lot of clubs there with no representation, they'll say. And it's a lot of them in that, that region. Um, you know, I'm not going to pick out any clubs, but there's a lot uh, of clubs that aren't represented. So we are seeing... A, um, the trends towards certain areas in underage carrying through. Now, Cullen's only have the one player on it, as far as I can see, which I'm slightly surprised at, because they've got big numbers and they've, they've good setup at underage. But Katsaran also have have a couple of lads there, and they're really good players. I saw them playing last year. Kieran Caldwell, um, Jamie Clark, Clark's son. Yeah, they're they're two really exciting players. And um, we were on that that team last year. They beat Shercock, I think. I think they beat Shercock in that. Um, in a in a minor final, I think it was a Division Two or Three final that was played over in in Mulla. So, um, yeah, it's great. It's great to see it. It's great to see the the new faces coming up. Started to make you feel old, Damien. We see these as Charlie Fallon from Kilgarry as well. I know that he's very highly rated forward. Um, ben Tully as well. It, as far I think he might have been the captain of the ran a fast team or the the team that won the Brock last year. It's now called Lucian McGrath. Um, yeah. Or was that Ben Smith from Ballyhays? There's a few Bens. But uh, I think both of them are on this team as well. You have Cormac Crotty there as well from Cavan Gales, who's who's a really good athlete. Mm. Um, Connor Sharp from Mullahorn. Look, we could name them all. There's loads of exciting young players, and you're starting to see, um, you know, familiar names popping up as well, as well as new names, which is um, which is what you want to see as well, because a lot like the population in the county has doubled since the mid '90s, so you'd want to be seeing a lot of new names coming through, and you are seeing them as well. So. It look, it's looking good. Shawnee Smith's the manager, obviously. And interestingly, the way the management was listed was manager Shawnee Smith, lead coach Liam Brady, supporting coaches Barry McGahan, Dan Wharton, and Killian Brady. So um, you don't usually see a term like that. So interesting. Oh, Joshua Shehu's the other the other lad as well, the tour of the Shehu's to represent the county. And, and uh, that's right. I, I haven't seen him playing, but I heard he's excellent. Yeah, good, good, good wee player. They take on Tyrone in Garvahi at 12 o'clock on. Saturday, so tomorrow, um, which is 
something that's a bugbear of mine and and I have to say I, I'd love to go and watch this minor team but unfortunately the Cavan on the 20s are out at 1 o'clock in Carrick and Shannon so um, it means it's impossible to go and watch two Cavan teams um, at the same time so I, mm. I don't I don't understand why these can't be separated in some way even if it's by hours or by days um, it, it it's very very disappointing from a Cavan point of view but I, I don't know whether this is more from from Crow Park that they just want these underage competitions to be diminished and, and, and completely irrelevant. Well, there's definitely a push towards that. There seems to be like sure we know it's a stated objective with Crow Park that that um you know that they switched to just an under nineteen grade. It's unfortunate, like, because it's great for these players and their families and their clubs to to be representing the county. Some of them will go on for have great senior careers and more of them won't play anymore for the county after this. That's just the nature of it. And it's great to see to see um and it's great to go and watch these games. Like I I'm always excited when the panel drops. Like you see a new under sixteen panel or or a minor panel, the first thing you want to do is see the clubs, then you'll see the names and you try and figure out who these lads are and you know, you, you nearly know by looking at some of the names how good some of these lads are going to be because you've seen their their relations playing and that's I love all that stuff, but uh, yeah, it's unfortunate now not to be able to get to both games tomorrow. I'll, I'll I'll have to pick one of them myself. I don't know. I might I might try and get to the minors and let you report back to me on the twenties. You get that one. It might be a biased report. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a dangerous one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, obviously, Cavan on the twenties play Leitrim at one o'clock in Carrick and Shannon. Um, that's the third game of the Philly McGuinness Development League. So, it's a it's a must win game for Cavan to try to for us to try to progress um, but again we're reliant on other results for Cavan to progress in that one for Mana have to beat Longford which is on at the same time and Cavan have to beat Leitrim so uh, best we'll luck with that Damien keep an eye on, on that one um, that's about all we've time for just want to remind our listeners that over on the Die Hard service if you haven't already tuned in um, we look back on the Cavan Offaly game we heard from Paddy Lynch and from uh, in the Master Diary from Paddy Lynch which again is is a fan favourite with the diehards and then we heard from Mickey Graham as himself and Paul looked back over the Cavan Offaly game we also heard from Tom Mannion as Cavan Horlers um, went down to uh, Lancashire in Abbottstown so their winning start to the league came to an end last Saturday but heard from him and the Cavan Horland manager Ollie Bellew um, and also look ahead to those underage action with the under-20s and the minors in Horland getting their leagues up and running. Um, we've also done our preview of this weekend's action, Cavan against Down on Sunday at 2pm in Kingspan. Breakfast. Don't forget, if you want, you can buy tickets for that game in the ticket office or in the office at the back of Kingsborough Breffney Monday to Friday 9 to 5 um, and I think it's open for a while on Saturday as well but if you want to ring the office in Kingsborough Breffney you'll find out the exact opening hours on that one but we hear from Mickey Graham ahead of that game and Paul caught up with a journalist with Gaelic Life and RTE Niall McCoy who gave us the downside on that uh, game this coming Sunday afternoon so stay tuned on We Are Cavan for all of the action around Cavan GA next week thanks Paul Hi, Stemo.